You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome everybody back to another edition of Tailgate, and I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live once again from Austin, Texas. I'm joined again by my co-host, Dakota. What's up, Dakota? How was the race? Oh, boy, Dakota J4 coming at you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm back. I'm a little tired. Uh, I got a little roasted. Uh, I'm still recovering my brain cells, but man, the ups and downs in Nashville, man, it is. it was awesome. I can't wait to jump into it. Let's get this episode started, dude. Let's do it. What's up? It's Chair Gating coming at you live. Hello, come right in. Rock, flag, and eagle. What's up? What's up? Here we are. Hey, if y'all are if y'all are looking for Randy the plumber, he will be on shortly. I think like uh, thirty minutes probably he'll be coming on. But before he gets on, I wanted Dakota to recap the race because he was actually there. I watched it on TV. Uh, if y'all follow Chairgate on Twitter, you know I fucking loved the race. But Dakota was there, and he has a bit of a different opinion <laughs> on the whole uh, the whole experience. So Dakota, why don't you recap? what it was oh, like there at national quote-unquote super speedway uh so i mean where do i start dude me me and the boys got together i did this as a little gift for them you know we're, we're good friends but go nashville i put on i get us tickets we're going i know nashville is a little wild i was looking really forward to it i've never been to this super speedway that they've called it as we've mentioned before nashville speedway and uh <laughs> intermediate speedway. i was very curious to see the track i couldn't wait to see it and it was awesome. We, uh, you know, we got a little place to stay. Got the boys together. Oh, let's go, boy. Get your drink ready. All right. Oh yeah, I'll cheers that. And also, uh, we get a little shades. Ooh. Might as what? well just do the shout out right now. This episode <laughs> is brought to you by Yeats. They match all your NASCAR official gear. Match your best NASCAR merch. The coolest. I I hate Kevin Harvick. I've always said that. 
that's the coolest shirt I've seen in years. So congratulations <laughs> as a hard I had fan. to, man. I never had a choice. I had to pop yeah. it. But we are uh, brought to you by Yeats. Look at Dakota's face. You right. can look like his face. Yeats sunglasses. Discount code Chairgate and holla at your boy. 10% off. Uh, the link is in the description if you're watching on YouTube. So anyway, hey. the race. We get there. Man, if like the way we were describing it when you first see this track was like if dot my thing was if Dover and Kansas had a baby, I feel like this is it. It's it's a had a baby. I don't know. I've never been to Kansas. I've never been to Dover, but it's like a it's a D shape. <laughs> That's the worst example if you've never been to either one. It's a D sh- well, I've watched it for twenty years. I okay, you're talking about like. the track. I thought you were talking about like the actual the grandstands and stuff like that. No, you're talking about I'm the saying track it's itself. a D shaped concrete okay, oval. Okay. So I would imagine it looks like Kansas, but it looks like <laughs> Dover. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> uh, the facility was actually pretty nice. Like for them to not race there in like twelve years or whatever, or ten years, I don't know. Like the place was nice. It was up kept. Everything looked good. Uh, I was a little impressed. However, dude, I, it was such a love and hate relationship. I saw a lot of other you know content dudes bitching about traffic. And I mean, it sucked. Like no one was sitting traffic, but it was so like, it's we're back, baby. My whole life we used to sit in NASCAR traffic, and it sucked. But that's you were true. like, let's fucking go, crank you up remember tunes, Talladega crack a beer. Back in the day, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, back yeah. in the day, dude, part it of the party. Awesome. If and you have a truck, it, you hop in the bed and just start cracking oh, dude, beers while you're driving. Li- yeah, literally, we're sitting in traffic. I mean, I, I don't give. I live, you know, by my own rules. We're sitting in traffic. I said. I'm going to get out and get a fucking beer, dude. Like, it's yeah, already 11. I was like, yeah. Nathan was like, dead stop traffic? What, why not? Nathan said, I'll I'll hop and drive. You get the cooler. I got a cooler loaded in the back. I said, fuck this. I get in the back, made a little drink, open a beer. And, you know, I pass a little bit to the boys up front. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to sit back here in the back of the truck for a while. And I'm just fucking day drinking race traffic. And I was like, this is it. This is the move. I would have got some videos and stuff, but my phone was up in the truck. But, Everybody, you know, everybody's just having a good time, like psyched to get to the race. And it was so fucking the vibes are cool. However, it sucked. But I saw other people look, the race traffic was, you know, terrible. I can't believe how bad it was. Right. And it was like I saw a lot of that. Yeah. It was like, dude, I I hate it, but I loved it. And <laughs> I sent you a picture, dude. When you pull in the fields of the parking lot, just seas of thousands of cars. And right. it's like, this is it, dude. Like the, all the races we've been going to, this was packed. I know it sold out, but getting to see it, it was like, this is what NASCAR used to always be like. This is what all the races look like all the time. And it was like, yes. So dude, I did want to address the sold out thing. The, uh, the, okay. Nathan says, I've been in way worse race traffic. Okay. There you go. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, it, when there's only 40,000, I mean, I imagine there's probably worse race traffic, like Talladega, for instance, when there's like a hundred something thousand people waiting to get in there. But, I did want to address the 40,000 thing because that was kind of a big topic. I, I can't remember who was it that was just being real negative about it. You were at the race, so you probably didn't see this. It was somebody on Twitter, one of the one of the many reporters that hates NASCAR but covers it for some reason, talking about you know everybody was celebrating the fact that we finally had a sold-out attendance again. And he was like, yeah, but it's only 40,000. It should be sold out. And it's I don't like, know. I didn't, I didn't see that. But yeah, yeah okay. So like- the thing is like, it is only 40,000, but it was sold out. So what's mm-hmm. what's there to be negative about? It sold out. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's as still, much as they can fill. I was there. It was a shit ton of people. I sent you videos. 
Like it was that's a it looked lot like of more than forty thousand videos you were sending me from the parking lot and stuff. It was, it was insane. Crazy. Well, remember at Talladega, we were like, "There's a lot of people here." Like, yeah, yeah. No, and we like, were like, "This is probably like 80, 70. This 80%. was like, oh, this was sit in your seat. This is all you got. Like, and it is packed. Uh, nice. nice. I mean, we'll get into some of the you know other problems we had, but it was so <laughs> awesome. See the cars. The pre-race was sick, and everybody's just like, yeah. And it, it wasn't like it was packed, and you're like, God dang it, there's too many people here. No, it was like, dude, give, give it Good all energy. to me. Give me both, up. Yeah, give me both barrels. Yeah, this is awesome. It. Let's bring it back. Like uh, the old days, how it used to feel. Yes, yes. Yeah. So the racing was fucking awesome. I, I was kind of bummed. Like, I'm not going to see NBC's coverage. I wonder how they're going to do. I saw people saying it was awesome. I watched some highlights, and it looked freaking sick. But, uh, you know, the, uh, there can, was a lot of yellows. But I can okay. sum up the broadcast real quick for you. Yeah. They, they would switch the positions, you know, on screen and show you playoff point positions. And oh, then they would show yeah. you where the last – how many laps until their last pit was and talk about Just pit strategy and how it's going to play out in the end. And, like, Larson has a really big lead here, but Ross Chastain's picking up ground and – you know, if his fuel isn't right, it, it yeah. could change it. It was so good. It was so good. And I was just so happy to see just good quality broadcasting, you know, yeah. explaining the race, not just give me, like give me all the data. The yeah. Uh, I, I saw somebody post. It was kind of silly, but it was like, it was like, here you go. And it was like Fox's pre-race. And then it went into NBC's pre-race. And it was just like night and day difference <laughs> of how good it right. was. And less, and I've seen people, you know, shout Colton. I've seen people like, wow, it's not, it's nice to watch a race and like, I feel like I'm watching a race. I think he said, I don't know. He was, I've seen he was talking about how good the race was, but it was like, people were like, yeah, this is what we needed. I asked a buddy, one of my buddies that he watches a little bit. I said, how did NBC do? He was like, it wasn't good. I mean, it was like normal. I was like, no, like, what before he said, Oh yeah, dude, they were telling you like all everybody it's fuel strategies and stuff. Yeah, that was the best was part. Like, I, I yeah. really appreciated that. It was like it was informative. Like he they were telling me everything. When that was guys going would on. come down pit, they would have the timer start for how long oh. it would take. And I was like, Yes, yes, yeah. why isn't this a thing? How hard and, is that? Right. And they would do it on like important pit stops where they were like, Okay, who's gonna, you know, and, and they would show the timer because obviously they're pit- pitting at different times because they you know, somebody's closer to their pit box than somebody else. So mm-hmm. they just put up the timer once they hit their pit box. And I loved it. It's so yeah. simple, but it, yeah. it makes so much sense for a race fan. Dude, the race, I mean, the racing was awesome. There was always almost like a, somebody running somebody down, somebody coming and going. They're like, there was, there was always, there was all a, hey, give me 750 or give Check me Check out the shirt. Check hey, out the shirt. We got the 750 merch. truther shirt. Dropped in. Yep. Can't wait to get that bad boy. Uh, mm-hmm. But there, there was, I mean, Larson kind of took the helm, but there was always something going on. And there was a bunch of, like, big close saves or somebody got loose. or they, A lot of guys, like, going into one would just miss it and go towards the wall. And you're like, oh, shit. Uh, man, it was cool. It was cool. It was also cool. Like, I, I, a lot of people were there. A lot of our friends from the show and stuff. Got to meet up with a bunch of people. A lot of the friends shout, from the show. Yeah. Shout out Duncan Good. Shout out Garage Guys, you know, shout out my LTC boys. We know we did Left the whole turn, thing. Yep. Hey, uh, you know, the whole thing was fun, dude. It was it was a good ass race weekend. Like, we're on way way home. Like, this was fucking awesome. Like, we are we're definitely Damn. booking that next year. Like Damn. not only did you get like Nashville nightlife and the fucking lit ass scene right. that was, 
Right. But you get the race weekend too. Because you and, get to uh, go out to Broadway and do all that <coughs> whole thing. I mean, that's... yeah. Oh. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings. And choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See storebelltire.com for details. Restrictions apply. Now open in Montgomery. That's it was definitely that's a vacation it. in and of itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So we talked about in the last episode, if this ends up being great, you know, should they just keep this track as well? If they move to the fairgrounds, right? If they get the okay right. and we're going to the fairgrounds, you know, we talked about this on the last episode before you even saw the race. We're like, if this is a really good race, which it might be, should they do one here, one at the fairgrounds, and have two in Nashville? Now that you've been to this race, you've been to this facility, I know you have a lot to say about the facility. What do you think? <laughs> Should they keep one here? I uh, just, I mean, I think if the fairgrounds goes, we lose the D Super Speedway. Uh, I, I I mean, well, this is just what was... do you think, though? Do you Would you like to see one more here at the Super Speedway? Because I can tell you, as a race fan, watching the product on the track, I really liked it, and I don't know how the fairgrounds is yet. So, I would like to see Super Speedway and fairgrounds. As my only thing is like, I, racing wise, like on the track, I would love that. Yeah, it's cool. My only thing is like, yeah, is like uh, you you're gonna take one town and give them two different tracks and two races, but it's also like, well, there's some cities we still can't go to or aren't. It's not working out. We're leaving other tracks. Like, well, fuck it, that. Look a at a lot the, of cities do two races. They just use yeah. the same track. But why not just do two different yeah. tracks? I don't see a problem yeah. with that. Yeah. I mean, just like, uh, you know, Texas is, has the all-star and the playoff race. Well, and so before that, we had two Texas races every single yeah. year. So, so it's like. I guess you're. I, I want to hear about the Pocono's facility. Pocono's got a double header. I want to hear about the facility because the products Ooh, on the track yeah. was great. I think. Um, pretty much everybody agreed. Let's see what what was uh, Jeff Gluck's poll? Seventy eight percent yes, currently. Seventy eight percent yes, that's huge. Everybody loves like the seven fifty horsepower package, spawn on. And for anybody that's you know tuning in right now, I promise Randy the Plumber is coming in uh, in probably like fifteen minutes, so we'll get there. But what did you think about the facility? Because I think that oh, changes a little. Let bit. me get let me get my list up real quick. Jeez, um, <laughs> where do I start? Uh, you know, even the reason for events of why Randy's going to come join us is mm-hmm. these fucking protocols. Like, uh, I mean, we, well, you know, our cooler rants last week, it was like, and we I got the t-shirt I, for that too. It's like, I didn't know you could have such an epic fail. Uh, being there is like one yeah. thing you could, so I said, you can't bring in alcohol. Well, what's like 90% of the people here doing? They're probably drinking. Could a you not bring in alcohol? I know you couldn't bring in coolers and ice, but was alcohol included in that as well? Yep. No alcohol allowed. You're not wow. allowed. They, they sold it in there until they ran out. Of course they did. Um, <laughs> of course. So that's another thing. 
they ran out of water and ran out of beer. Like how how does that happen? I know there's a lot of people there, but like, how do you fuck up that? You can't let anybody bring in anything, but then you're not gonna let you're gonna run out of beer right. too. Uh, not to mention the like 35 minute line you stand in while you're in stage two. Missing half the damn race is like. If anybody wants to see this, I've I've posted this all over the Chairgate and yeah. Twitter account. Yeah, I took you can see the videos. videos. Yeah, Dakota took uh, some, and it was bad. I mean, that looked dude. terrible. Oh yeah, it, it was, was hot. It was right? Some of the worst I've seen. Like, oh dude, it's hot as shit. I think I wet my head in the sink like three or four times, just cooling <laughs> myself off, dude. You know, um, it was hot as it's shit. Because you're a hothead. Yeah, it was hot as balls out there. It cooled off like once halfway came. Sun started setting and like it felt a lot better, but dude, it yeah, it was a hot, it was a hot, it was more like the humidity. It was a hot one, um. So that was the thing they said. You know, they said you they said you can't bring coolers, can't bring ice, blah blah blah. But then we're walking in and like we seen people with ice bags and waters and shit, and I was like, what the fuck? I seen a guy walking around in there with a cooler, and I was like, wait, really? Yeah, I was like, what the hell, dude? Nice. So some guy snuck his cooler in somehow. Nice. Hell yeah. yeah. That guy, we need to get that guy on the show. I want to hear from yeah. him. Yeah. Good for I'm him. Not, Good I'm for not him. sure how he did it, but I was like, I need to learn his ways. Um, the whole <laughs> thing is, like we talked about before, is like, you can't sit here and sell it. The thing is, they sold out the event and then said, hey, you can't bring your cooler. It's like, right. I guarantee, right, I guarantee right, right. they didn't give me ticket sales, pissing you know, people off like that. Uh, it just sucked, man. I don't know. Okay. I think... I think the ticket sales uh, is kind of, you know, a combination of things. Um, yeah, that's what this whole episode is going to be about is the coolers, just so you know. <laughs> um, I think I think it's a combination of things for the sold-out capacity. One, they're back <clears throat> in Nashville. Nashville is a NASCAR city. Na- NASCAR has been wanting to get there, and I think they're right for it. NASCAR makes a lot of decisions I disagree with, but NASCAR's, you know, decision to want to move into Na- Nashville was smart. It's a perfect city for NASCAR. Uh, So I think that's number one for why it sold out. Number two, everybody's opening back up, right? Try to find a ticket to a concert right now. That shit sells out in minutes because everyone's like, I got money saved up. I haven't been out doing shit. Like, let's go. Let's spend this money and go out and have fun. I think it's kind of a combination of everything. So honestly, if they said no coolers, even before they sold the tickets, I honestly think they would still sell out. Now, will they sell out next year with the same policy? I don't know. Well, that's things like, how long is this going to last? Are we going to keep playing these charades? Is this going to one-time thing? What if the but, fairgrounds allows coolers and they do one fairgrounds, one super super speedway, right? And super super speedway doesn't allow coolers. Well, remember, like I'm not going we, to that race. Remember when that, we went to Atlanta and we had to do the ice bag and the twelve pack and shit. Yeah, right. So that's shitty doing, enough, but Nashville, they're doing that again. The they're doing that again in the uh, the race coming up here in a couple weeks. Is there? You're not allowed to bring cooler, but you can bring ice and a clear bag and all that stupid shit. It's really nonsense. Like, oh, we don't look. Cool. You know how many times you walk in and just you know look? They just like, oh, you're good. There's no bombs in there. So that's uh, the thing. Everyone says it's related to COVID, but as we all know, as all NASCAR fans know that have actually attended races, when you take a cooler in, they just ask you to zip, unzip it, open it up, yeah. and they just look in. I I went one time and there was somebody with like a. What are those paint stir things? Those sticks, yeah, like a little you know stick. what I'm talking about? Yeah. They had that, and they would just kind of do that and move in. They didn't even touch the inside of my cooler. So it had nothing to do with, like, COVID yeah. policies or anything. Let's let's be real about that. That was all bullshit. Oh, um, yeah. But, it you know, really going was. forward, I think at some point, which, you know, we'll, we're going to have Randy on in 10 minutes. 
he'll have a lot to say about this going forward. If they start to do this at more tracks, I think we, and I'll say this right now. I know Randy's going to have kind of a different thing to say about this. I'll straight up say, I probably will boycott NASCAR. I think I'll stop attending. If they do, if they do no coolers and no ice, I'm going to stop attending. Well, that's the thing is it's not NASCAR. It's the tracks. Like this was Nashville. It wasn't NASCAR. Yeah. But those tracks without NASCAR are nothing. If NASCAR really cared, they could put their foot down and be like, hey, oh, yeah. you, hey, you're gonna here, let, yeah. you need to allow it, right? Um, and and I, I agree with you. It's But, you know, a lot of the people in NASCAR own the tracks. So at the same time, it is connected. Yeah. Well, my thing is, like, I think, I think too, is, like, Randy might fill us in is, like, you know, that, the, I mean, me included, everybody's bitching about it. It's like, why would you do this to us fans? Why are y'all doing this? And I feel like at least they're hearing some of this shit. Like, yeah, we this really doesn't make sense. But then also, I don't, you know, I don't know what kind of fucking, you know, rules or anything goes on in those areas, like towns and such. But, but uh, I mean, I don't. Here's an opinion. I'm there to watch racing. So don't listen to him. That's it's it's, it's <laughs> typical Nathan nonsense so comments. I think drinking is part of the experience. Honest, honest to God, I don't care if I sound like an alcoholic or whatever. I know I'm currently drinking as we record this. Uh, yeah. I think drinking is part of the experience. I think it makes it fun because if not, I can just stay at home in my air hey, conditioning and drink while I watch the race here. Here's at home. another I mean, one. This nice, simple Budweiser right here. How much does a ooh, six pack? Bud heavy? Oh, uh, all day. How much nice. do you think that a six pack costs? You tell me. You live in a different I'd place. I'd probably say like, you know, five, six bucks, seven bucks maybe. Uh, okay. It may, okay, let's say it's Bush Light. Bush Light. Is four ninety nine at the gas station okay. for yeah. a six pack. Uh, at the race, you could you couldn't buy one beer; you had to buy two. Uh, if you were getting the Wait, normal what? can, yeah, hold on, you had to buy at least two. Like if you were going to use a card, and the, guess what? They don't take cash. But if you bought a tall boy, they let, <laughs> you, they let you buy a tall boy for one. But if okay. you bought a normal can, you had to buy two. It made no sense. But I've never heard this before. This is wild. Was, well, I mean, this, I don't. I haven't either. It was here. Yeah. So, but. They the cans it was two for ten so it was five dollars a can and I'm like I literally could have just bought twelve well, beers yeah that doesn't surprise me at all that sounds no, exactly well, that's what like I'm saying I can't bring fucking beer in here I could have bought twelve beers but I bought two for your outrageous prices I bought a cheeseburger fries and a water for eighteen dollars yeah I mean that's that's what, what NASCAR is going to become essentially and, and yeah in, in, unless we put our foot down and that's why I say honestly I will boycott because. That's the route we're going. And if we don't make enough noise and put our foot down, then that's what it's going to become. And if you're like Nathan and you don't care about drinking alcohol, you don't care about having the freedom of bringing in your own water, your own snacks, all that kind of stuff, then that's fine. Keep going. I personally do like those things. And somebody in our responses mentioned, go to your local dirt track. They allow coolers. They allow all that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a great point. Maybe that's what we got to do. because You'll pull the Colton and watch all the other races. Can you imagine... What would happen if Talladega said no coolers, no alcohol, no ice? Yeah, I think they know better. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings and choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See store or belltire.com for details. Restrictions apply. I mean, what do you think would happen? Lions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll still uh, go camp there and just not yeah. go to the race and yeah, ride I, outside with picket. Honestly, I think there's a lot of people that do that. Like they just they just go camp and like, oh, I'm here to party. I'm not here to go to this race. Yeah, I mean, okay. So Nathan's still in the comments here, just you know, blowing it. So up. my problem also with this is if if you're a person like Nathan, that's like. It's not that bad. I don't mind it. You know, so, okay. What you're doing is NASCAR or the tracks, right? The track owners. All right. Well, there goes my co-host for whatever reason. <laughs> I guess he just dropped right before Randy's about to come on too. Randy's coming on in like uh, five, six minutes. Um, Here he is. We'll see if he's actually available, but are you there? Can't hear you, bud. Can't hear anything. Um, nope. There. Oh. Okay, I can't hear you. So my issue is, if you're a person like Nathan that's saying this is okay, you don't mind it, that's fine. If you're a person that really doesn't mind it. But the problem is, the only reason they're doing this is because the owners of the track want to make more money. I mean, bottom line, let's not... Let's not BS this and say it's because COVID policies or if it was really because COVID, I can, I can hear you now. If it was really because hey. COVID or something like that, they just wouldn't have races there. Let's be honest. It's not because of yeah. COVID policies. This is strictly bottom line. This is because of dollars. They want to make more money oh, yeah. in sessions. That's a fact. And if you're a person that, you know, you say, I don't care about coolers. I don't need to drink. I can just go watch the race. I don't mind spending $21 on a, one sausage. That's fine. With That's fine for you. But just know that if you're voicing your opinion and saying, you know, this is okay, then you're essentially siding with the track owners just wanting to make yeah. more money and not with the fans for the enjoyment of the race. Because yeah. that's that's what's happening is there's two segments. There's the fans that have done it the way we've always done it and just want to enjoy our race. And then there's the track owners seeing how much they can get away with and still make a shit ton of money off you. If you're yeah. siding with those track owners and you're just trying to give them as much money as possible – just be aware of what side you're on in this argument. And that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, man. I mean, you got a point. Uh, but then it's like, it's more, hell, it's more about just the damn freedoms. But it's like, you know, well, I'm paying money to come to your facility, your rules or whatever. But I just, I think it's like, it's fucked up and salty. Like, hey, I just gave you like a lot of money and I'm, you know, I'm paying to come here to your event. Parking's $20. Uh, it's like, and then you're just like, uh-uh, you can't do this. You can't do what you want to do. You're going to buy your expensive beer here. Great example of World of Outlaws, yeah. Um, you know, local dirt tracks, that kind of stuff. Uh, Bristol, that's awesome that they had the event there. But, yeah, if you want to do – if you have a local track, good for you. I live in Central Texas. I live in Austin. Honestly, there's not a lot of local tracks here. It's not like a big race community. So it just kind of sucks for a person like me that we can't go out if you live in the southeast or midwest where there's a lot of local tracks i highly recommend going to check out your local dirt track 
Um, even if it's an asphalt, short track, oval, something like that, you know, whatever you got, check it out. You know, support yeah. racing. Yeah, um, man. Racing all around. And it never said you can't bring in water or Gatorade. So I think the rule was like one uh, concealed water that had to be like closed, right? You couldn't open it. I think that was the, the policy. Yeah, it said no open container. It said no open containers. And yeah. it's like, well, what is an open container? Right. What does that entail? Right. So I think if you crack open the water, it's not allowed. It's kind of like an airport yeah. where you have to like keep so, it shut. Like, um, yeah, like well, I chugged my monster before I went in because I didn't want them to make me throw it away. Right. So for the Nathans of the world, and by the way, I'm picking on Nathan. He's like our best fan of the whole show ever. So I love Nathan to death. Uh, but for the Nathans of the world, you know, do you want NASCAR to be an airport? <laughs> yeah. uh, so we got yeah, Randy here. Randy just popped uh -oh. into the waiting room. So all of you that have been Let's waiting for it. Randy, you get to hear from the pro cooler godfather himself. Let's welcome Randy. Randy, hey, Randy, Randy yeah, my man. man. I'm good, man. I got me a good drink going here. And oh, hell yeah. Crazy. Cheers. It's actually pouring down rain. I mean, like, I'm, it's flooding. Damn, it's been raining. <laughs> it's been raining at my house all day, dude. Is well, it stay raining? Stay safe out there. At your house, like it's raining at my house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we love uh, it. Well, Randy, welcome back. Here, let me take off this. And look a little bit better. There we go. Uh, welcome back to the show. You were on. I mean, right when COVID started. You remember that, Randy? Like, yeah, right? it's been a minute. Been right when you did the oh shit stuff and the COVID lockdown <laughs> and all that, I had you on. Awesome conversation. It was a really good episode. Um, super knowledgeable was I, about NASCAR. Was I in my TP port when that happened? I don't remember. Um, it was around that yeah. time. I can't remember. You know, but... I built a uh, I built a fort out of toilet paper and paper towels. <laughs> Lord, I went and borrowed all the neighbor's stuff to do it. You know. <laughs> Everybody was like, you're hoarding that shit and stuff. They didn't have no idea. I went to like 12 houses. And I told them, <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm going to make a crazy video. I'm going to build a fort out of all this stuff. And my neighbors are like, yeah, you're the only damn grown man I can think of that would do something like this. Because <laughs> That's they true. used to, they could hear my videos from inside the house when I was making them. So they just like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, they probably just kept hearing, oh shit. And they were like, is something yeah. wrong over there? <laughs> he yeah. just keeps like, yelling, oh shit. That guy's yeah. really mad at his TV. Randy, can we can we get an oh shit, or are you like uh, tired of saying that? No, man, I I really don't ever get tired. How about of how about you rate mine? Why don't I do one? You tell me. What, All right, look, we'll just is. have like a little class real quick, and then we'll teach you the okay. proper right. way to do yeah, it. Give so us the lessons. Off, give me what you got. <clears throat> All right, let me back up from the mic because this will blow your ears out. <clears throat> oh shit! <laughs> hey, that that wasn't bad. That was I mean, yeah. Look, we're going to give you like a negative 12 on that one, okay? Like a negative 12. Oh, so a negative all right, 12? Let me, you said it wasn't I'm, bad. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't bad. I, I would give that like my a teacher? 7 point. 7 point. Oh, but, all right. Let me get can, one in. Let me get one in. Let's, let's see if I can get this. Oh, shit. Terrible. Yeah, that, oh, that's a negative like 12. That, that sounded like something from South Park right there. Oh, but. well, sorry. <laughs> it wasn't bad, it. but let me explain. My wife's probably explain. like, what the hell? What you got to do is you got to dig down deep. You got to get down there below your diaphragm, okay? 
you got to get below the diaphragm. You got to get past all them little feelings that you have down there. You got to get through those feelings. And if you don't get through those feelings, you'll just sit there and cry. But once you get through them feelings and below the diaphragm, you can bring that baby up. You fire it off. You go, oh, shit. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's it. We love it. We love it. Uh, (laughs) So, Randy, welcome back to the show. Uh, obviously everybody's been waiting for you to come on because the reason you're here, the cooler, the cooler gate, as we're going to call it. Um, I, I like that name. That's good. I know. Right. Cooler yeah. gate. That's what we're going with. Uh, I'm, I'm totally, I've been on board with the whole pro cooler thing. Uh, we were just talking about that before you come on, but obviously, you know, at Nashville, there was a lot of talk about how you had, you know, this VIP access and you weren't, you I didn't did. have a cooler and all this stuff and uh, how, you know, it was a short-lived boycott. I you know you, There was no boycott. Right. I never said the word boycott ever. <laughs> so I'll let you explain the situation and tell the fans, and then we'll ask some questions and yada, yada, yada. First of all, let me tell you, that Nashville track is an awesome track. The track itself, man, that thing is cool. But, uh, you know, watching the race from the pit road side, I would not say it's ideal. Uh because all you can see is the cars coming down the front stretch. That's it. If you want to watch anything else, you got to watch it on TV. And, you know, all them pit boxes got TVs on them. So that's kind of the way it is. And then I had on polarized sunglasses because I couldn't see the damn TV. So I had to take the sunglasses off to see the TV. And then the <laughs> sun was scorching. So it was just, man, it was, it was hard to watch a race and, my wife's sitting there, and she doesn't have on polarized sunglasses, so she was in good shape. But, uh, yeah, the way I got those VIP passes is a sponsor that uh, liked what we did last week and wanted to get behind it uh, called Insurance King hollered at me uh, midweek and said, hey, man, look, we need to get you to Nashville. I can hook you up with some VIPs, and let's go do this thing live, you know. And I said, man, that would be cool. That would be real cool. So uh, I took him up on his offer, and, you know, we, we we wound up there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wasn't a whole lot going on Friday. They had the truck race going on, you know, and right. wasn't much happening. But I found out the VIP passes are series-specific now, and I didn't oh. know the difference because I never had them. But oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can only, you can only be in there with, if you got the Cup Series one when the Cup Series garage is open. Okay. And their garage is open for the whole race. But when their garage is open, you have full access to everything. When their garage is not open, you have basically no access to much of nothing. So uh, didn't really do a whole lot Friday. But uh, Saturday, Saturday was a little different story. Uh, you know, they had they had practice for the first time in how long? Yeah, right. I mean, literally. That was great. That was wild, man. Uh and I was glad to see practice back, especially at a track nobody knew anything about. Right. Oh, heck but, yeah. uh, you know, walking around through there, it's pretty cool. Everybody's kind of just moving around and doing their thing and, you know, wound up on a pre-race show, bumping knuckles with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. That that was okay. But, uh, he had you a know, great Saturday. Weekend. Huh? I said he had a great weekend. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yep. He ran It was away. probably because that fist bump. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but uh, it probably didn't hurt anything either. And Richard Petty, Richard Petty walking right by me, you know, man, that really, dude, 
Dude, I was a Richard Petty fan from 1975 until he basically retired from racing. Damn. Uh, so, hey. you know, it, it, it would be like walking next to Dale Earnhardt today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you got a chance today to walk next to Dale Earnhardt, imagine how that would make you feel. So that was pretty cool. Uh, you know, all in all, it was a, a really good experience there. I know it wasn't a great experience on the fan side by a lot of people, but I wasn't able to get onto that side because to get onto that side, you got to catch a golf cart. And we did that on Saturday and it took us 45 minutes just to get over to the grandstand. Oh man. But, uh, yeah, Saturday I went over during the Xfinity race and kind of was there in the fan zone. That was pretty cool. Pretty cool. So you you were there all weekend and watched every, did you watch the, all the races? I didn't watch the truck race. No, uh, we were at the track. I'm going to tell you what happened Friday. We had a we question. In. We yeah, were we asking, in. somebody was asking what your favorite race was for the weekend. Did you like Cup, Xfinity? I guess you didn't watch oh, Truck. No doubt it was Cup, but there was better racing in Xfinity than there was Cup. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, and that's take. been going on. How long has that been going on? Like three, four years? I mean, right. the best yeah. racing, the best racing yeah. is in Xfinity. Oh, yeah. Right? Because those guys hadn't made it yet for the most part. And they want to make it. They're hungry. They'll and they want to make it. So, but you know, I mean, all in all, I guess my favorite race was probably the cup race because I watched the entire thing, mm-hmm. either down the front stretch. And when I say all you get to watch is the front stretch, all you get to watch, like the part you can see sitting on a pit box is maybe 300 yards long. And that mm-hmm. is literally it. And, and the way Nashville is, is when they're coming down the backstretch and they're all in a pack, like after restart, you can hear it ricocheting off of the grandstands and it sounds like they're fixing to come by and they're in the middle of the backstretch. Dang. That took a little getting used to. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there watching it on a little 19-inch television and then I'm hearing them and it sounds like they're about to come by. But they, uh, they're on the backstretch. So... But all in all, I think the cup race was probably my favorite. You know, it was the longest. But I tell you what my favorite part of the whole weekend was, was hitting the campgrounds up. We gave out, uh, I don't know how many thousand decals. I really don't. It was a tremendous amount. I think we, we tried to give one to everybody camping. I know we weren't able to do that. But we probably got about 70% of the people camping. Uh, little hashtag bring in the beer decals, <laughs> yeah. Long, you know, and, yeah. uh, I just walked around the campgrounds basically. You know, we parked and just took off on foot, did a few, you know, drank a few beers with some people, met a whole lot of people, met some guys from New York. They had a tiki hut set up, uh, great fans. They were extremely pissed off because they didn't know that the cooler band was in effect. When they bought their tickets, the cooler band was not in right. effect. Right. They changed the rules in the middle of the game. Yeah. That was and one I of mean, my biggest problems. Yeah. These people up. were hot, buddy. They were yeah. hot under the collar, and I'm not joking. And I didn't need to fire them up. They were firing me up. <laughs> uh, but I didn't speak to any fans that were happy with the situation. It was 100%. And I didn't, when I was talking to a man, I wasn't nowhere going. You know, I'm bitching about this cooler band. You should be too. And I just really walked up to him and I said, hey, what do you think about the cooler band? And a lot of them didn't know who I was for the most part. And that was a good thing because I was getting an honest opinion. 
not one person said that they were in favor of it. Why would you be? (laughs) Here's another side of this thing. Saturday, I got to talk to a few people. It was Xfinity. I had a limited time, and the only thing they did on Saturday was practice. So you can imagine drivers and crews came in and out, like, really quickly. The drivers did come in until, like, three or four minutes, and because their RV lot is right there. They right. come into three or four minutes before most of them come in right at time to go practice, jumped in the cars, went to practice. They're hot as hell, jumped out of the cars and basically started walking straight toward their RV, which is what I'd be doing because I'd be ready to get in the shower, <laughs> and, you know, and watching the drivers get out, you know, and I've never been to this side of this thing. They were out there for yeah. practice. Practice was what? 50 minutes. Okay. Most of them, used a hundred percent of the practice. I would say I didn't really see anybody that wasn't utilizing all the practice. And when them guys got out of those cars, man, they were drenched in sweat. Mm, I mean, yeah. like drenched in sweat after 50 oh, Saturday was hot. Saturday was hot as hell. Yeah. Sunday was hot too, but I'm glad that Saturday was not Sunday because I think it was about three or four degrees hotter on oh, Saturday. Yeah. But uh, now the reason we didn't get a whole, a whole lot going Friday is we got there. We got our passes out of the credential trailer. And, you know, there was four or 500 fans that had these passes. There was a tremendous amount. Now, they had to get them through race teams, and, and right. that's what's going on right now. But at least they're making an effort to get something done where people can get access to the garage. Uh, but when we pulled in Friday, we got our credentials, and we were going to go down to the track. And they told us that we had no access on Friday because of the truck race. Well, we pulled up by, we were driving past the nine hauler and the five hauler. They were lined up there together and the the hauler drivers were standing out there. And I know all those guys. So we pulled in and they said, Oh my gosh, man, what's going on? You know, and they were happy to see us. So they kind of snuck us into the truck race for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) We rode in the back of their van, you know, and nobody questions the guys on the teams. That's but, uh, cool. We didn't stay. We didn't stay a long time, you know, because we were with them, and they were just basically over there. Uh, because William Byron was running the truck race, and it was William yeah. Byron's hauler driver. He wanted to go over and see what was going on, so we went over and hung out in their pit for a few minutes, and then William Byron blew up. So yeah. after that, they were like, "Yeah, let's roll, man," because these guys are at the track every day. You know, they're not right. sitting there watching a truck race. <laughs> they right. don't have a reason yeah. to. That's their job. And, yeah. And I didn't want to walk about four miles. So, <laughs> you know, so we left with them and then we wound up uh, at a place in Murfreesboro with all the Hendrick callers and some guys from uh, Stuart Haas. And I was just sitting there at the table and I asked them, I said, you know, what, what do y'all think about this cooler band? Oh my gosh, dude. They didn't really want to talk about it. <laughs> they were they they said we don't really want to talk about this because we're gonna we're gonna get pretty pissed off here and we're just over here trying to enjoy ourselves, you know. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, let's uh we'll talk about this tomorrow. But I I got their opinion real quick, right? About what they thought, and uh, but Sunday, Sunday was the day I got to do the work. And I'm gonna we tell had a question also, real quick. Yeah. They were wondering, did you have to be vaccinated to get like these passes, or was that related at all? Or were you just they didn't in? ask. They didn't ask okay. me. I am fully vaccinated. Have been since uh, around like June. Hold on. I think around May first was when okay. my fourteen. But they days didn't ask. Up. You were allowed to. No, just... 
No, okay, nobody cool. asked anything about a vaccination. Uh, but God forbid you bring a cooler in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they did do a background check on me. Uh, you know, I had to give up my license and all that, my number and everything. So they did a background Dang. check on me, uh, and, and and I got to talk to the boy. Whoa! I'm telling you, man, it's coming that's an oh shit right, right there. there. Yeah, yeah, that one was a couple of miles away, but uh, <laughs> on on Saturday, on Saturday, I'm just walking through the garage, and the head of NASCAR security comes and pulls me to the side, and he said, uh, "Randy, we need to talk." And I said, "Well, okay," and I was about to make a little promo video for Insurance King. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings and choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See storebelltire.com for details. Restrictions apply. Now open in Elgin. So they kind of got irritated, but I told him, I said, you know, this is the uh, head of security for NASCAR, and he wants to talk about something. So I feel like I probably better talk to him. Yeah, usually and not. We wound, up, we wound up in probably a 20-minute conversation. And, uh, no, he, he, he was very clear. He said, look, he said, I'm, I'm not, we're not going to try to censor you or anything like that. That's not what we do. He said, uh, I just wanted to let you know that you've got a lot of people really nervous right now because you're speaking out and no one's ever done this before. And I said, so what you're telling me is I got NASCAR's attention. He said, man, uh, you got our attention really quickly. And he said, you have everyone's attention right now. And so we talked about 20 minutes or so, you know, just about random stuff. Some of it about the videos I made, some of it about, you know, kids, and some of it about just the, just the overall state of NASCAR and how we both love NASCAR you know, as much as humanly possible. And he really does. Right. He's a great guy. Nice. Great, great guy. Uh, and then everywhere I turned, you know, NASCAR security was like, hey, Randy, you behaving yourself? Hey, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm behaving myself, guys. <laughs> uh, but also Saturday, uh, we kind of snuck out onto the pit road for Xfinity. We weren't really supposed to be out there. <laughs> but, you know, when have I ever followed the rules? You know what I'm right. saying? Of course. Right. And, and the guy told me, he stopped me at the gate, and he said, hey, you have to have this green grid pass on your thing. And all I had was a blue one for cup. And I told him, I said, well, when I got my badge, they were out of them over there, and they told me to just tell you they had run out. And he said, man, they have like 10,000 of them. And I said, dude, I'm telling you, they ran out of them, whatever. I said, you saw me in here just earlier. I said, remember I come up to you and fist bumped? He said, oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, you're the crazy plumber guy. Get on in here, dude. You got away with it? Ooh, nice. Yeah. So we're hey, walking nice. down pit road during Xfinity, and this, this guy comes up to me, and he's like head of concessions at Nashville. And he said he walks up to me. He's, he's, he's kind of nervous, man. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm a big boy. 
right, I'm a big guy, six foot one. And he walks up to me and he says, hey, I just wanted to let you know some of the changes we made because of the video you made. And I said, well, what did you do? He said, we, had, we added 12 drink concessions, 12 drink vendors. That's what he said. We added 12 drink vendors. And then we changed the pass where you could go in and out of the track as much as you wanted. He said, no one's ever done that before. And we just thought of it where people could go back to their vehicles if they needed to to get more beverages. I said, so I made a video. A <laughs> yeah. And that's what I told him. I said, so I made a video and y'all added 12 drink vendors and y'all yeah. added a, a pass to go in and out. He said, yeah. I said, well, next year I'm going to make two videos a day. Just like Andy Dufresne said he was going to write two letters a week to the member that in Shawshank Redemption. They sent him mm -hmm. a check yeah. and he said, from now on, I'm going to write two letters a week. Yeah. And that's what Greatest I told him. All I, said, time. I said, so next year I'm going to make two videos a day and I bet the cooler band is lifted, huh? He said, look, we're going to revisit it. He said, let me get your phone number because we're going to call you probably and, and let you give us some insight on this deal. He said, no one has ever in the history of sports gotten loud about something, said they're going to put their foot down and all this stuff like you have. And I looked at him and I said, I'm going to tell you something, Hoss. NASCAR has been changing for a lot of years. And I said, the fans are sick and tired of it. And then you're going to turn around and ban coolers. And then I told him, you banned ice. What's somebody going to do with ice, man? What are they going to do, <laughs> yeah. throw it at each other? You know, and, yeah. and he said, it's not me, man. He said, if it was up to me, I would allow coolers and everything else in here. Huh. So uh, we had a pretty good talk, but they did make some changes. And I'm going to tell you, it was a disaster already on Sunday. But if they right. would not have made those changes, it would have been an overwhelming disaster. Oh, yeah. It been way worse. It would have been. It would have been bad, and I was listening to NASCAR XM this morning. Uh, we stayed in Birmingham last night, and we were on the road listening to it. And, man, then people were calling, and the media, the <laughs> guys there were just trying to sugarcoat it. And then they had the audacity to have this guy say, well, I went to – you remember Nashville said they've been sold out for a long time, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Remember they say they sold every camping spot? Yep. There was no yeah. less than – three or 400 camping spots completely empty. So no. that was not correct. And then they have this guy on the radio this morning on, on NASCAR radio. And he says, yeah, I decided to get me a ticket just recently. It was like a day or two before. I don't remember exactly what he said. And somebody may correct me on this if I'm wrong, but he made it out like he had just bought a ticket and he went in and posed as a fan. And he said, this was the words out of his mouth. He said it was like an undercover boss moment. He said, so I went in and posed as a fan, and all day long I was a fan, and nobody knew who I was, and he said I had the most unbelievable experience in the world. He said, this guy was the only person at Nashville Motor Speedway that could say they had an unbelievably good experience. The only person at <laughs> 38,000. Yeah. <laughs> right. Out of 38,000. The lines were long. People actually passed out in the lines. And my turn, this is what's crazy. When, when you're in that track, man, your phone don't work. No, I, I there was a six hundred people. <laughs> I couldn't even airdrop though. This is what was really screwed up. Is I made a video for Insurance King of a pit stop, and I wasn't supposed to be videoing, but I did it because I don't follow the damn rules most of the time. Uh, <laughs> Y'all figured out yet? I don't like being told what I can and cannot do. But uh, <laughs> my outlaw. So I'm standing up on the pit box and I'm videoing and I'm calling it through my earbuds, and I couldn't even airdrop the video. Damn. That's how jammed up everything was. And we had to wait till after the race, after we got out of the speedway, 
an hour later and then I could like get a little cell service to do something. Well, I think, I think I need to get you, I I showed you the picture of that shirt that we made the come and take it cooler uh, shirt. So I need to get you one of those. The shirt Um, I'm being accused of selling. Yeah. That shirt. You got accused of selling our shirt. I'm being accused of selling those t-shirts. Yes. Of my Uh, shirt. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's hilarious. I've been accused of everything by NASCAR (laughs) media because that shirt's hilarious, by the way. If anybody doesn't like that shirt, get out of here. That shirt's hilarious. Let me ask y'all a question. Have you ever heard of paparazzi inside a racetrack? Paparazzi? Yeah. Have you ever seen pictures? Have you ever seen pictures of these drivers? Oh, yeah. So this is is what I want to ask you, Randy. I know what you're talking about. The paparazzi (laughs) out there. They took photos of you while you were just walking around. Uh, living your life and that's where oh okay i didn't know that your wife was involved in this but that's where the whole thing kind of started where everybody said you know like chris knight said shortest boycott i've ever seen there is no boycott i never said the word boycott this is what i want to get into the boycott boycott thing did you because i i was reading that you deleted videos where you said boycott and then dave moody said on his show on thursday quote Calling all fans to boycott NASCAR until they end the cooler ban. Did not say that on his show. I've actually okay. got that recorded. And what I told him was if NASCAR keeps treating the fans like this, they will quit showing up and buying the tickets. And that yeah. is a very reasonable statement. It's very reasonable. I just said before you came on, I, I would reasonable. probably do that. <laughs> yeah. And I never said the word boycott, but you know who the paparazzi was? No. It was NASCAR media. So for the first time in the history, I'm going to tell y'all how much how much splash we've made. And this is okay. why we got to keep pushing this thing. We made so much splash for the first time in history. You got paparazzi inside a racetrack, and they're taking pictures of the fans. I'm a fan. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good they point. They were taking pictures <laughs> of a fan. Now, I want right. you to think about this right, right here. The paparazzi has never existed inside a racetrack because NASCAR media is the only people allowed in, and they are very – tight-lipped about this. And when I talked to the head of security earlier, he called me about 3 o'clock this afternoon, and we were talking about this. And he's like, you got to be joking with me, right? And I said, no. And I sent him the screenshots of it. And, oh, my gosh, there's going to be some stuff going on in Daytona tomorrow because they just realized that they have paparazzi inside their racetrack, and it's their own damn media, and they're taking pictures of fans. Oh yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was never a boycott, never a boycott. Okay. When I called Dave Moody up and I said, "This is what I said, Dave. I want to talk about something that y'all aren't talking about. I want to talk about something that the media is not talking about." And he said, "What?" I said, "The fact that they banned coolers at Texas. Well, well. Uh, 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 how was the race at Texas?" I said, "I don't want to talk about how the race was." And he just defended him, defended him, and defended him. So what happened last yesterday? is NASCAR media got on Twitter and started uh, discrediting everything I was doing because they are so pissed off and every one of them are so damn threatened right now because they know that I can do their job 10 times damn better than they can. And that's not a joke. Imagine me in Dave Moody's time slot. Imagine that (laughs) the fans calling in and let's carry on and let's actually talk about stuff that the fans want to talk about. Because if you listen to NASCAR radio, all they do 100% of the time is defend NASCAR and the damn racetrack owners. 
They never one time say, you know what, how is this going to affect the fans? You don't ever hear them saying that because they don't care about the fans. They right. just oh, care no. absolutely less about the fans. And the fans are who supplies all the money for this sport. Right. And I mean, that's right. why this podcast is here. You know, we're we're a fan podcast. We're we're not involved with NASCAR, so we don't mind calling out their bullshit. Right before you came on, we were saying the same thing. But <laughs> I, I think the big issue here was the you know the visuals of the thing is you kind of became the spokesman for this pro cooler movement. I did. As like the everyman, the NASCAR fan, the guy that wants to bring in their cooler, and then people see, as you put it, the paparazzi pictures of you. With the hot pass, VIP treatment, you know, not looking like there was no VIP treatment. There was no (laughs) VIP treatment. I was hotter than the fans in the stands because (laughs) we never got a break. We never got the shade. There was no VIP treatment whatsoever at that racetrack. You you were pretty much on your own for everything. If you wanted something to eat, you had to get on a golf cart and be shuttled all the way around to the grandstand. And it took about literally 30 minutes to get over there if you were lucky because they were only using two golf carts. Okay. Dang. There was no VIP treatment whatsoever. There was access to the garages and pit road. And the only way I can talk to drivers last I checked, they don't come up in the stands. Okay. Yeah. And buddy, I'm going to tell you what, 100% of them, 100% support what's going on. And that's not a joke. 100%. The drivers? I did not. Yes, and I did not talk to one driver that did not say, dude, keep it up. We got to make some changes. We agree with you. Now, I'm not going to put them on the record. I'm not going to do that because some of them are in contract years and everything else. But I'm going to tell you, (laughs) there was a couple I didn't get a chance to speak to. Okay, I didn't get a chance to speak to Brad Keselowski or Joey Logano. I got a little bit of a chance to speak to Chase Elliott, but it was kind of in passing. You know, it wasn't it wasn't like Chase Chase is hard to run down because he's very busy. I'm telling you, yep. man, I didn't realize how busy some of these guys are in the garage. Well, yeah. Chase Elliott, come else. on. <laughs> I mean, he, he's like he's wide open, he does not right. get a minute. But uh, you know, Martin Trix Jr. and uh Ricky Stenhouse Jr. standing there talking, and they're about, I don't know, four feet apart. And I pop right up in the middle of their conversation and I look at both of them and I'm going to say, I can only assume that this conversation is about coolers. And they both looked at me and said, you're absolutely right. So the drivers were talking about the coolers. I was talking to them about it. Uh, Anthony Alfredo, you know, I got some really good time with him because Anthony's one of my guys. You know, he's basically, Anthony is like, he's one of my buddies. Okay. I guess is the way you could say it. I'm I'm a big supporter of his, so he gives me good times. Matter of fact, he was taking a picture beside his car on the, uh, you know, it's really not a passenger side, but we would call it a passenger side of RV. Right. He's crouched down in front of his car, and I guess it's his PR girl taking the picture. And I walk around there, and I said, Anthony, I said, how in the world are you going to take a proper picture with this race car without the plumber in it? He said, you're exactly right, man. You're exactly right. So we, we take that picture. And he says, look, he says, my dad wants to meet you. And I said, okay, let's go over there. So we get to talking and stuff and I get to talking to him. And I looked at him and I said, Anthony, I said, you have fans in those stands right there. And he said, you think? And I said, yeah, you got fans up there. And I said, but I'm going to tell you something. Every one of them is about to be thirsty. This was before the race. And I said, every one of them is going to have to miss half of the race today 
to get anything to drink. And he's like, oh, that is not cool, man. That's not, yeah, He didn't well, even know my, that it was go, my, a cooler band was on. My co-host Dakota here, he was at the race in the grandstands. Um, oh, it was terrible. And, yeah, he was telling me right before you came on how bad the lines were, how hot it was, just yeah. overall the experience. So I guess moving forward, Randy, what's your plan for this uh, pro cooler movement? Yeah, we need you on the battlefield. It seems like they're trying to break it apart. I'm I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all. Let me briefly touch on this real quick. We got a few minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. We got like uh, six minutes, whatever. Something. Yeah. Do we do we have a time limit? No. Just do you. I'll tell you. I'll be like, hey, Randy. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows that Denny Hamlin got on board with this thing before I even got out of Texas. Okay. That that night, Denny Hamlin was straight up on board. So I walked up to Denny Hamlin. I said, Denny, man, I really appreciate your support on this cooler deal. And he looked at me and he said, fix it. Fix it. That's what he said. Fix okay. it. He, he's not happy, man. Because Denny Hamlin's okay. got a lot of fans. Okay, let's just be straight. Yeah. Denny Hamlin, out of those 38,000 fans, at least, at least 500 of them were Denny Hamlin fans. And we'll just use that figure. So we'll say at least 500 for sure. Okay, it could have been several thousand. I mean, it's hard to sit here and say, yeah. unless you like, Asked everybody when they came through who they're there to <laughs> Well, when he said that to me, man, it lit a fire up under me. It really did because he was saying, I support you guys, and I love the fans, and we, we got to get this done. So what he was saying basically to me is get louder. You know, get louder. But uh, yeah. I think I think moving forward, I've, I've put together this great plan, I think, and the NASCAR head of security helped me perfected and believe it or not the nascar head of security loves nascar and when we were talking i told him i told him i told him all i want all i want to do is bring nascar back to like say 1998 and he said that would be unbelievable if we could do that he said we have to do this he said so what's your idea i said i think the best message we can send to all these track owners that think they need to screw us over is we need to put 300,000 people in Talladega, NASCAR owns Talladega, and they have no, you can take your coolers in there. And I said, I think right. we need to put 300,000 people in Talladega. And I said, then once we get to 300, we're not going to say, maybe we're going to do this, maybe we not. Once we get to 300,000 people in Talladega, that's when we let SMI and Dover know, if you want this at your track, you better treat us right. Because y'all been saying for years that the fans ain't coming. But yet we have the largest crowd in Talladega history. So the bullshit is over. You either treat us right or this is not going to happen at your tracks. Right. And, and he said, he said, my God, man. He said, what a statement. He said, what a statement. He said, do you think that we could get 300,000 people at Talladega? I said, oh, yeah. I said, we ain't going to have no trouble. We got plenty of time to promote it. And then I told him, yeah. this, is, this is what's really cool. I said, look need to meet with NASCAR or whoever promotes that Talladega track. And I said, we will get to 300,000 people there. I said, but there is one exception. And I said, there's only one thing I'm asking for. And he said, what's that? I said, all 300,000 of those fans are going to sing the national anthem. For the first (laughs) time in sports history ever, the national anthem is going to be sang by the fans. And I said, he he said, he said, just... He said, I'm getting chills up my back just thinking about this. NASCAR so would then do I, it, yeah. And then I told him, I said, also, the fans do the command to start the engines. That's what it is. 
That'd be and he cool. said, how do you, he said, how do you propose we do this? I said, I don't know, maybe put a counter up on the Jumbotron, put right. the lyrics up on the Jumbotron, yep. you like know, karaoke where it fills and, up. Yeah. It makes a like, little thing. Drivers. Said, it can be, start your <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, it can be done. And it he said, done. man, this would, this would be like sports history. And I said, yes, it would be sports history. And I said, if the fans find out that's what we're doing, we will have 300,000 people there because they're going to want to be part of the history of what's going on. Because it's never been done before. So yeah. I really think that's our best course of action is to show them what happens when you actually treat us right. Because Talladega has always treated us right. Daytona's always treated us yep. right. Yep. Watkins Glen, too. We can add that. Sorry, one he keeps there. having bad service. He'll come back in a second. Um, I know that you don't want to say boycott, but uh, as I was saying before you came on, I'll say. I'll say if they don't start, if if all these tracks start doing the same thing, I'll boycott going going to a race. Well, that's just me. I know I, you don't want to say that, but I'll say that. I don't. I, I don't, don't think boycott's the right word. I just think we need to stop I'll spending just stop going, our money with them. Exactly. Exactly. I'll you still know? watch the race at home, but like, why would I go spend the time to go to the track if I can't enjoy myself when I can just sit at home watch it? You know, that's what the whole podcast is titled: chairgating, sit in a chair and drink yeah. a beer, watch the race from home. I mean. <laughs> So uh, moving forward, and to address the T-shirt thing, as you mentioned, you know, you got called out for selling the T-shirts. Oh, I'm accused not, of selling your T-shirts, yeah. Which you did not yeah. do. By the way, I make like $1.50 off those shirts. I'll give back whatever oh, money I make. I don't care about yeah. the $1.50. It, I just like the, I like the idea of promoting the pro-cooler anti-track yeah. owner. You know, we're the fans. Let's make sure that we build the, the fan base that we want and enjoy the races. That's why I took a picture in front of the track with my cooler. And it's like, come and fucking take <laughs> it. Come and take it. Yep. <laughs> what, what's crazy, you know, is I, I gave people an opportunity to participate in this thing by going to my website and ordering decals. There were like mm -hmm. six of them for three bucks. You know what I'm saying? It was enough to maybe cover the vinyl to make some. Exactly. Well, yeah. I got a, a, I collected a few dollars, enough to maybe make 20 of them. And I gave away, I don't know how many thousands of them at Nashville. I made them out of my own pocket. You know, people. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings and choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See store or belltire.com for details. Restrictions apply. People are just getting to the point to where they don't want to say nothing, but then when somebody does step up, they want to make sure they're as negative as they could possibly be, just like yeah. accusing me of selling the T-shirt. Dave Moody and them accused me of selling your T-shirt, <laughs> literally. Because uh, I, went, I should send them I a shirt. Went, uh, I'll, I should send them a shirt. That's <laughs> Yeah, I went and commented on it. Well, they're having a nice little meeting tomorrow in Daytona, so uh, I don't know how that's going to go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they, there ain't no doubt they're having one. <laughs> uh, 
but the uh yeah, because I commented on the t-shirt, I don't remember yeah. what I said. You just said like that I, looks awesome or something, or that's yeah. funny. You know, some because I tagged NASCAR you because I thought you would like it. Uh yeah, you've been a I friend did. of the podcast, and I was like, you know, I think Randy will like this. He's become the spokesman for the pro cooler thing. It. I'm on board. Let's do it. Oh yeah. Uh, I love it. You, but then NASCAR media is telling everybody that I'm selling the t-shirt. Yeah. Sorry about that, man. I didn't stuff. know you were going to get roped hey, into some negative thing about it. It's not a big deal. It's just these guys being <laughs> ignorant and they, yeah. the NASCAR media guys will only protect NASCAR and the track owners. They do not. And the proof is in the pudding when they're pretending to be paparazzi and taking, I want you to think about this, taking picture of a NASCAR fan and his wife. And then going online and bashing them. I want you to think about the severity of what's going on inside of NASCAR media right now. And I tell you what, I'm not going to stop until Dave Moody and all them guys have to make a formal apology on their radio station, on Twitter, and say, we absolutely made up all this shit about a fan to discredit him, and we are sorry that we ever you, did something like do that. Do you really think they'll do that, though? I mean, there's no I'm way. I'm not going to stop until they do. And people need to be calling into his show and asking him, when are you going to apologize to this guy for, for lying and discrediting him? And if he said he said it on his show, I want people to say, you know what? All that's recorded. We want to hear it. We want to hear him say the word boycott. We want <laughs> to hear that because they're not going to do that. They're not going to take, they're not going to do that because they know they pretended to be paparazzi inside a racetrack, which is forbidden. If you go inside a racetrack and you're paparazzi, you are banned from the track for life. Banned oh. from the track for life, but their own media people are, do are doing paparazzi-type stuff and taking pictures of fans, not even drivers. Fans. How, 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 how screwed up is this? That NASCAR media is photographing the fans at the track and then going online and making up shit about them. Really give that some thought for a minute, how far this shit is gone. Because they are pissed off because they know that I can step in that radio booth and slaughter what they're doing. And every one of them are petrified. But what they don't understand is there's no way in hell I would work for that salary. It ain't happening. No way in hell I would do it. Because their salaries are absolute garbage. And the only reason they do it is they think it makes them a big shot. Well, they're big shots now. They're taking pictures of their own fans inside the track. And I'm going to tell you something. There will be a meeting in the morning, and I do not know how it's going to come out. And I know for a fact that it is as soon as the office is open in the morning, the very moment that the office is open. Yeah. And it, so, I don't know how this is fixing to come out when, when they learn that they have paparazzi in their track and it's their own damn media. So I wanted to put up this comment because, yeah, people keep talking about how they, they swear they heard you say boycott. Um, nope. personally, I, I, I haven't heard it, but I'd be interested for somebody to like send a video of him saying it because if he had, I would like too. to hear it. Um, my, my, thought, for though, somebody too. my thought about this whole thing is a lot of people are getting hung up for whatever reason on the word boycott, but is that really the scared, issue here? Man. Or should we just focus they're... on the fact that NASCAR tracks should allow coolers? Can we all just come together yeah. and agree as fans Let's allow coolers. What's the problem? Right. You know, let's just, what's going to hurt? Let's just yeah. all be fans together. Why are you siding with the owners of these NASCAR tracks that are billionaires? I mean, let's just, we're Why all are NASCAR you taking fans? pictures of fans. Why is NASCAR media photographing the fans? Well, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's what that's I, I want an that's answer different. to that. 
because I am just a fan. Everybody knows this. I'm not a driver. I'm not on any crew, right? I don't work at right. the track. So the only other solution for me being there is to be a fan. I'm not getting paid to be there by any shape, form, or fashion, right? So that 100% classifies me as a fan. And NASCAR media is photographing fans. And that's a serious fucking problem. Right. That is that yeah. is beyond a problem because where is this going to stop? Is, is and the I next do... thing you know, some, some smoking hot chick walking through the garage that's a fan, they're going to start taking pictures of her. I mean, you got to think about this for a minute. Where's right. it going to stop? We're taking and pictures do, of fans now. I do want to address, it's not all, as the comment said, obviously it's not all NASCAR tracks. I think I've said that multiple times. we got to tell it's it. Uh, there's plenty of NASCAR tracks that do allow coolers. I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to like attack all NASCAR tracks here. Uh, uh, SMI, yes. That's the issue. Is Well, Nashville you know, is owned by is, Dover Motorsports. Right. It so it's, it's just, yeah. it's I, I'm, cons- SMI. I'm concerned yeah. that this Dover is going to become SMI. a trend for more tracks to start doing because they look at you know they get the dollar signs in their eyes like the cartoons and they see the concession signs because the big issue here was why would nashville super speedway change when they're selling out of beer and concessions people are saying that like oh it's so terrible they sold out of concessions but if you're nashville super speedway you're like looking at it like we sold out of concessions we made a shit ton of money well they ran out of water too and you right. had a lot of people in there that didn't have anything to drink, and that sun wasn't playing around, buddy. It was nope. hot there. Yeah. That ain't no joke. It was freaking hot, and there's no excuse for it. The only excuse is greed. That's it. Right. There's there's right. no other there's no other I way agree. to spin this thing. I agree. There's no there's no way to sugarcoat it because everybody wants to sugarcoat it. And then you know we get some momentum going, and the NASCAR media itself sees that we have momentum. And then after I meet with the head of security for 20 minutes. And we, we squash this thing, and I tell him my new plan, and he's like, man, this is brilliant. After all that's done, then NASCAR media goes rogue versus NASCAR and takes pictures of fans and starts blasting them out on social media, making up shit that was never said. And Dave Moody said earlier, he come on my show and said he was boycotting. I, where's the damn audio from that? Because I recorded it myself, and I went back and listened to it, and it's not good audio at all. But I could hear what I was saying. I couldn't hear what he was saying because I couldn't turn the radio up. All right. So there was the only people that has the audio of it that has both sides is XM NASCAR. And I would challenge them to release that. And I want to hear where I said boycott. And when no one says that I said boycott, Dave Moody and every one of these guys owes me a formal damn apology. And they need to let everybody know through the radio station, through Twitter, that they freaking lied. I'm not going to accept anything else until they say we lie. <coughs> it's a goddamn witch hunt. to destroy a fan. Would yeah. you um would you apologize if they post something saying that you did say boycott? If they have a clip of that you did say boycott, would you apologize then? Absolutely, but they don't have okay. one because I didn't say it. Okay. I got no evidence. Just curious. Just curious. I did yeah, not if, say if, the word boycott. I've never used that word in my life. And I did tell him that if SMI keeps treating us this way, we need to stop buying tickets. And that's just a fact. Okay. Right. That's just a I, fact. Look, here's the deal. I actually agree with you. And I'm, I'm, I'll, like I said before, I'll go a step further. I will boycott it, tracks that don't allow to bring in coolers. That's just me. I'm not speaking for you or Dakota or anyone else. Personally, I don't want to go to tracks that don't allow coolers. That's just because I'm a fan. It's not like right, a boycott. So- 
So let's stop so, getting hung up on the boycott thing, I think. Is so now we point. have to say something because you said that. I, I'm going <laughs> right. to look right at the camera, and I'm going to be very clear. NASCAR media, I did not say that. He said Randy, that, and don't misconstrue it. And if you do, it's going to get really bad for you. Randy Plummer <laughs> on my show has never said he will boycott NASCAR. Rattlesnake, the host of Chairgating, said he just doesn't want to go to tra tracks that don't allow coolers. It's it should be very simple. I don't know why people are getting hung up on the boycott thing, but it and, has and become go a big and, thing. Go ahead and explain the t-shirts too that I got accused of selling. Yeah, and <laughs> he had nothing to do with my shirt. I make like a dollar fifty off those things. I just thought he would like it. Uh, I, Randy, I'll probably send you one, but now I'm kind of scared to. I wanted to send you one, but I don't want you to get in trouble. So, um, Randy, thanks for coming I, on, I though. I, I asked for trouble, I guess. You know, <laughs> all I did was go to a track to talk to a bunch of drivers, and NASCAR media turned into the paparazzi, and I would love an explanation as to how they're going to handle this because if you go into any track as paparazzi, you are forever banned from that track, ever, forever. That's the rule, forever. So now that they're on media pretending to be paparazzi taking pictures of fans, I really am interested to see what's going to happen tomorrow because as soon as they step foot in that office, it's going on the head of media's desk. All the screenshots, yeah. everything, everything. Yeah. Dang. So, I mean, all the all the people in the comments, you know, they're saying, like, he said it. Just send it to me. I, I'd, I'd be interested to see I if he has said it. it. Um, yeah. I did not say I, it. But at the end of the day, personally, I don't know, Dakota, how you feel. I think we're getting a little hung up on the word boycott. And I think all NASCAR fans should just come together and say, we want coolers. Yeah, so do me a favor. If, let's yeah, let's all do a favor. Everybody that's in here that claims I said it, I want you to call Dave Moody show tomorrow and one after another <laughs> after another say, please play the damn audio clip where Randy the Plumber said the word boycott. And if everybody yeah. does it, they'll be forced to play something that doesn't exist. And then they'll have to. So if you want to really help and you want to, you don't want to be a little, oh, I want to help, but I'm so damn scared. I can't change my diaper. <laughs> if you really want to help and you really want to do something and you really want to stand up to them, each one of you will call Dave Moody show tomorrow one after a damn another and say, play the damn clip right now. We want to hear it, and you will not hear a clip because a clip does not exist. And then, and then, will you realize that NASCAR media has lied to everybody? And then, will you ask the question, "What the fuck is a paparazzi doing inside the racetrack?" <laughs> Why don't we do that? So everybody yeah, wants to yeah. comment, and everybody wants to hide behind their little computers. I banned like a hundred people off of Twitter today, like off of my Twitter, and I've done decided yeah. that anybody that wants to come on there and be a troll. And anybody that wants to be a smart ass is gone because we ain't got no time for the shit. I'm not going <laughs> to defend myself about something I didn't do. And I'm damn sure not going to defend myself about NASCAR media lying through their damn teeth. So everybody that's in here, and I want you to comment right now. And I want to hear that you're commenting, that you're going to call the show. You're going to get to the bottom of the truth. Or you're going to shut your damn mouth. Take your pick. <laughs> Randy keeps it it's real. That, it's that simple. <laughs> I, keep it damn real. Real. I don't um, put up with no shit off of nobody. <laughs> we love yeah. it randy and we're we're happy um we're happy to have you back on the show and uh yeah i i just wanted to ask you about these things personally you know per 100 yeah. personally i honestly don't care about the whole boycott thing but i'm glad i got to ask you about it and uh you know maybe well, people fighting, can man. send me stuff 
to prove me otherwise. I'm but I'm fighting hey. the fight. I'm fighting the damn fight, and that's just what it is. Now, cooler. you can attack me personally, and I'm okay with that because I kind of put myself out there. But I want an explanation for why they are photographing my wife. That's yeah, what I want to know. And, and that's yeah, something that's else weird. needs to be said on his show. If somebody please give us an explanation, we understand why you photograph him. We do because he's done pissed everybody off, and you know that he ain't screwing around. But why in the hell did you photograph this man's wife that has never said a word? Have y'all ever even seen my wife? Ever? Well, nope. now, because of the photo, I didn't know that was your wife. <laughs> yeah. And we've yeah. talked so, before, so I didn't, you know. Yeah, so that that's another good question that needs to be answered. I'm sure it's going to get answered in Daytona in the morning. Oh, my gosh. I would hate to know <laughs> that I worked for NASCAR Media and I was posing as paparazzi inside one of their racetracks. Oh, my gosh. Taking pictures yeah. of the fans. Oh well, my shoot, gosh! <laughs> well, shoot, shoot, Randy. Are we gonna be able to get out, out with you at any other races before the end of the year, or what you got going on? Well, um, Insurance King is supposed to be working on some stuff. Uh, he sponsors Josh Balicki's car for so many races a year. He he doesn't. It's not a high dollar sponsorship, but it's a good sponsorship, and he's working on some stuff. He backs us, supports us. But let me tell you something else. Let me tell y'all something else that's fixing to blow your mind. And I have the screenshots right here, and they are in. They are going to be laid on the head of NASCAR's media's desk in the morning. Uh, they attacked a sponsor today. Dave Moody seeked out Insurance King on Twitter and attacked him unprovoked today. What did I have the say? screenshots? Oh, it was all kind of nice shit, man. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna get into it because I, I may release. I'm gonna ask him if I can release it after everything's over with down there. But I'm going to tell you something. Dave Moody went out of his way today, found a NASCAR Cup Series sponsor, and freaking bitched them out on Twitter publicly. Okay? Publicly now. And I want you to think about that. A NASCAR Cup Series sponsor that is not real happy right now and, and considering right. where they stand with this thing. I'm telling you, man, they have crossed the fucking line like you would not believe. Now, just think, just take that into consideration. They were pretending to be the paparazzi. They were taking pictures of fan, and then Dave Moody took it upon himself, unprovoked, to go after this sponsor. And the sponsor called me, and he said, "Who is Dave Moody?" He didn't even know who he was. And I said, "What are you talking about?" And he told me, and I said, "Send me the screenshots." And I said, "Oh my God, man, that's one of the NASCAR media guys that works for NASCAR." He said, "You mean to tell me that a NASCAR media guy is coming at a sponsor with this crap?" And I said, that's exactly what's going on. He said, I will be calling tomorrow myself and, and talking to some people because right. NASCAR has a sponsor relations department. Okay. And there's going to, they're going to have a hell of a time explaining all this away. Why they're being paparazzi, why they're photographing fans, why they're, why they're screwing fans over on social media and why they're coming after sponsors all by themselves. They weren't asked to do that. They just went rogue because every one of them knows that I could walk into that studio tomorrow and they would fire every damn one of them because they're boring, man. So they're scared <laughs> about it. I don't want their job. What they don't understand is they're the only morons in the world that would work for that kind of money. They're the only people that would do that. It's it's not any, it's nothing. I mean, it's like, it's a joke. It's a joke. They do it because they think they're a big shot. 
But anyway, well, I know we're over the time limit. We do it for fun here. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you Randy, something, man. Yeah, thanks People for need on, to man. call that show tomorrow. Call that show and say, we want you to play the clip. He ain't going to produce the clip. And then somebody needs to call and say, when are you going to tell everybody that y'all were lying about this guy that's standing up for the fans? And the reason that you did it is because he's standing up for the fans and you're trying to shut him up and discredit him. That's what people need to be doing. But I don't know if people have the balls, man. That's the problem. <laughs> Nobody has any balls anymore. Everybody just wants to take whatever they give you and say, oh, okay, I don't know any better. I'm too stupid to speak up for myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. I speak up for the people and then they do that shit. And then the people start questioning my integrity. Oh, hell no. I'm going to ban every damn one of them off of Twitter that does that every day because they're not real and they don't deserve to be stood up for. They don't deserve it. If you're not going to go stand up for yourself, at least don't be negative about the one person that's standing up for you, dumbass. It's that simple. <laughs> All right, Randy. Thanks for coming simple. on. <laughs> we got to head out. Be good. Once again, Everybody it's always fun to have you tomorrow. on. I'm going to be listening to the show. They won't let me call in. I'm going to be listening right. to the show, and I want to hear who steps up tomorrow and starts asking the real questions. There you go. I'm going to you see who's it. got a spine and who don't, and I'm going to write their names down because you got to give them a name, <laughs> and I'm going to write their names down, and every damn one of them, I'm going to try to contact them and probably make them a personal video congratulating them for growing a set. There you yeah. go. Heard it from the more so that, That's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. I'm going to be listening to it. Everybody <laughs> that calls in, I'm going to write their name down. And then I'm going to try, I'm going to put it out on Twitter and say, hey, this is the first names. Please give me, give me a way to contact you. And I'm going to go in here and I'm going to make every single one of them probably like a one minute personal video congratulating them for being a damn diehard NASCAR fan, a true American, and somebody that's got a pair. So everybody call into the show. Ask to hear the yeah. recording of him saying yes. specifically boycott the word. Boycott. Wants, that's all, that's all to we got to hear is the word boycott. Yep. And it's got to be in my voice. It can't be in like a robot voice. It oh, has to be in shit. My voice. <laughs> yeah. And it needs to be the sentence leading up to it and the sentence going away from it. Okay. Because you can, there is computer devices that you can take somebody's voice and like reprogram it and right get a now. couple of words out of. And yep. we're not going to put up with that shit. So it's got to be like a 15 second clip. Okay. Be <laughs> right. saying that boycott. Because I, I remember what I said. And I remember what I said is maybe we should just quit buying tickets. Maybe that's what we need to do and send a clear message. So, but <laughs> here's the other deal. When he can't produce it, then people need to be calling in and going, when are you going to apologize to this guy for lying? For lying about him and telling people bullshit and false stuff to promote your own bullshit. Right? And those people, those people, let me tell you what I'm going to do with those people. <laughs> the next racetrack I'm at that they're at, I am going to come to wherever they're camping and I'm going to raise hell with them all night long. <laughs> all night long. We're going right. to raise hell together. <laughs> all right, Randy. Thanks it's for a track where we can have a cooler. So. <laughs> thanks for coming on once again. It's always fun to have you on. Y'all be good. We got we to gotta head out, but um, glad to have you on, Randy. Take care. Y'all be good, man. Thank you.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.